0: Hi, welcome to the Fiercely Spiritual podcast. I am your host, Sandra Ray, and I am so delighted to have Marcia O'Regan with us for this episode. Marcia is a soul guide and founder of Divinely Prosper. She helps spiritually advanced women to align themselves to the fullest extent possible so that they can fulfill their calling in this new Aquarian age. Marcia, you're so welcome. So lovely to have you here. Delighted.
1: Thank you so much. I when I heard
0: the title
1: of your podcast, it was like, oh, that's my place. That's my place. Yes.
0: I think we're very aligned and I'm really looking forward to this conversation because there's so much that I want to dive into and so much juicy stuff. But I think we'll start with your journey because. I know that you have a very interesting story and you connected or you had a visitation from the goddess Isis a couple of years ago and I'd love to dive into that and what you know things were like before that um, and just your journey and where you're at.
1: Yeah So, um, so where I was at the time I was living in Belgium. And, um i was working with you know with women working on this whole you know freeing women to really come back into our power about who we are in a soul level and at the end of every year around the 30th 31st of December i always um take time to really uh look at what do, you know how the year went what do i want to let go of what do i want to bring into the next new year and i had Myself and my husband were doing it. So I had taken him through a meditation um, to get him to see what he wanted from the following year. And then I went, I sat in meditation myself, and I was like, okay, so now for me. And I had this. Um, I heard ISIS, and I had never, I'm getting goosebumps now again. Um, because she's really amazing. Uh I heard ISIS and I didn't, I didn't know the word ISIS. I was like, what is this ISIS? And it was just like, Isis is here for you. And then about two weeks later, I was having a conversation with a friend who's also very spiritual. It was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, something is happening here. Goddess Isis is coming in. And she came in like, um, like a wind. And she said, you are the voice of the ancient divine feminine. And I was just like, you know, what, what, what is this? I was like, you've got the wrong no. You are the voice you are to lead women through this process and connect them with their ancient divine feminine. And I was like, absolutely. No, I was crying. And I kept on hearing in my ear until I said, yes, you are the voice of the ancient divine feminine. And then I heard, I am the voice of the ancient divine feminine. And finally I've said it. And I saw this beautiful golden light pour all around me and then I was taken up and i was shown the um, female field of consciousness as it is today and it was all uh, it was all kind of damaged there were holes in it and then from they were like this is the current field of the female consciousness now we're going to take you up to the original source of the creation, of when, when the first time when the female consciousness was created and it was I mean, it was incredible. It was pure, pure gold. Now, this was about two and a half years ago and it was a bit overwhelming. The feeling initially, I was like, I mean, me, I mean, how am I going to do this? And I'd already looked up, um, you know, when I heard Isis in, in the December, that goddess Isis is the ancient divine feminine goddess and Mary Magdalene went through the schools of the, the you know, the, the ISIS schools. And so, it, you know, I, got, I didn't get all the pieces of the puzzle straight away. They were kind of dropping in. I was like, what? I mean, what do I do with this? So the first thing I did, I thought I'll just share it with my community that this is what I'm getting. And then that year, I um, it was so funny I came to Ireland because I was doing uh, retreats for women in Ireland even though I was in Belgium I had a lot of my clients were Irish and I had very strong connections um, to Ireland and I gave this retreat it was live from your power And on my way back it was when we were flying back to Belgium it was like 9 30 in the evening we had you know the kids they were tired. I left my computer bag and all of my stuff, all my colour stuff in it. And there was no, uh, I had no name on the bag. And when I realised the guy wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me through, he was like, no, it's too, it's too late. And and I was like, okay, we'll come back tomorrow. No sign of the bag. And I was like, everything, my computer, crystals, scarves, everything was in it. So I was like, what is this sign? So I, Um, I thought, who can, who can help me? And I walked in Aer Lingus 20 years ago. And, you know, my mother used to always say, be nice to those on the way up, because you might meet them on the way down. (laughs) And I reached into the Facebook group saying, listen, I know you haven't heard from me in about 20 years, but I really need your help. This is what's happened. There's no sign of the bag, blah, blah, blah. And then I started saying, okay, so what is this about? And what I got was, My soul wanted to be in Ireland. It was time to move back to Ireland. So I asked the spirit of Belgium. So this was now seven days on, still no sign of the bag. I asked the spirit of Belgium to release me, that my time in Belgium was done. And that, um, and I said to the spirit of Ireland that I am committing to come back. And one hour and 33 minutes later, I got an email saying the bag was found. And I, when it came then to coming back here, it's very hard, you know, well, I don't know what it's like in, in Dublin, but in Cork, like it's, and we're in the countryside, it's very hard to get a place to rent. We were looking for even to rent places, to buy places. It was really hard. And then uh, last, uh, no, a year and a half ago, so it would have been July 2019, my brother rang me out of the blue and said, I'm after getting a job opportunity for a short term in um, Australia. You've been talking about coming back. You can come back, have my house, have my car. And in three weeks, we packed up our house, (laughs) moved back to Ireland. And then, to be honest, it did take me a while then. So when I landed back to Ireland, what came up for me, and I think this is really about the trust of of the divine like the trust that goddess is Isis is always with me that even though sometimes our guidance doesn't make logical sense it's for the highest good because people were saying oh my god but you have a great life in Belgium you know we had a lovely house and you know a four-story house in Belgium we came back to a small three-bedroomed house in uh in you know in the country the kids were all in French-speaking schools so They had to, you know, get into the English, to the Irish system. But the kids landed here and they fitted in like a glove. And so it's just been an amazing journey. So when I came back, what I picked up on was all my poverty, like the poverty consciousness. And I was just like, what is like, what is this? So I took um, six months off completely from my work because I wasn't feeling it. And I just didn't feel the flu. And I walked with one one-to-one client and after that I just I literally surrendered like the miracles that were kind of happening. I remember there was one day I had no I had no money in my wallet and my aunt from the UK rang and said oh actually I'm in I'm in Cork and I'm coming down to Middleton and um, do you want to meet for a coffee? I was like and I said yes but I had no money my my husband was also because he was in Belgium so we he was commuting and um I had a card, and I was—I couldn't remember. I know I knew I had much, some money in that account, couldn't remember the, the pin code. She met me. She bought me for coffee. She said, "Oh, can you take me to the supermarket?" And I said, "Oh, yeah." I said, "Fine." And I took her to the supermarket. And didn't she buy my shopping? And she left, got out of the car, and she handed me two hundred euros, without knowing anything. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Because I always say to my guides you know i'm ready i'm available show me the next step and so where i am now i think i've really grown on this trust and to know that our that our natural state of being is abundance and we have to plug into that source we do have to do the uncomfortable we have to really really connect with who we are on a soul level and miracles will start happening because then in august i heard the word i had this program um, it was a self-study the inner wealth activator which is really about working on the consciousness which by the way was channeled four years ago that i got this channel of uh of money and activations and it's that we all have a money chakra which is on the left hand side of our hearts and there's different processes like grounding, like money goes to that that's grounded and steady, uh, self-worth, ill-wishing, all these kind of things are getting in the way of us being wealthy. And so then after the seven, on the seventh day, you're taken to the money activator and you're activating your money consciousness. And I wasn't feeling the energy. I was like, there's something off with this. I think this is kind of runs time or needs an upgrade. And I got the word Divinely prosper." Okay. And I got nothing else. And then the end of September, I was having, I'd I'd taken on an integrator, someone to really help me, you know, to get organized, to do all the things I'm not good at. And we were having a conversation and I was just like, oh my God. Now it was very hard initially for me to figure out the container because, you know, we get these downloads, but we are physical. So we have to take what we get and try and, create a container for it to be delivered and so um it was it turned out to be a membership and I had a block around memberships because I was like I I don't want my kind of like my experience memberships you can get lost I was like this isn't this is more of a journey this is not a this is not a to-do list this is really a place it's a journey I didn't know a thing about it Aside from the fact that Divinely Prosper was co creating with women, highly spiritually advanced women, a heaven on earth, and that we were create, paving the way for a whole new way of being, a whole new way of even doing business, and really, really connecting in with the ancient divine feminine consciousness of who it really is to be a woman. And I got last week a woman is her greatest gift. That's amazing. I was just like, and then it's like, you know, the word woman, it's womb man. So we have the divine feminine and the divine masculine already in us. And we have been conditioned, you know, that women are not good at, you know, that, you know, we have to sacrifice that women are not good. And I'm really finding in Ireland, like when I came back, I was like, oh, my God. You know, even in the the camogie clubs, um, you know, the, the girls don't have their own changing rooms, facilities there, you know, whereas you look at the Gaelic football, the men, they have all this. So I was just like, oh my God, this is why I'm back here, you know?
0: And so I, sorry to interrupt. But yeah. There's so much that I want to dive into um, that you've covered so much there. And um, I want to take a step back just for a moment. And when you had that download from Goddess Isis, um, had you ever experienced anything like that before? Because I've had experiences where I've had that presence come in and this like just amazing energy. Was that your first time experiencing that or how um, What um was that totally new to you?
1: No, that was my second time. The first time I had a, um, a visitation was I was receiving a healing and I, the inner wealth activator, the, the healing your money story came in. And it was like, and I said to the woman because I was like, sorry, I'm, I, this is coming in, do this, go here. I was like directing her and it was coming through me. And then I went home and I wrote it all out. And then I did, um, vi- I took each section because I was trying to say, how can I get this out? And I thought I'm going to bring it in sections. So I took one piece and I just literally did a video and let it come through. We thought, okay, we're going to take the first part. Can you tell me what that is? And it came in and we're going to do the second part. What is that? And it came in. So that was, so yeah, it was my second, but the goddess Isis presence was, was It's like, I, it's like I was taken over, you know, that kind of way. It's like, it feels that she is in, in me, you know it was a different um, feeling.
0: Yeah I I tell people about my experiences with the angels and um, as you know I work with the angels and I remember when I started out reading a book and it said to ask for a sign that your angels were with you and I was kind of a little bit um, not afraid but I just was like okay maybe I'll do that later I was fully intending on doing it but I was like I'll do it later and then this like sensation started in my heart where it was just this like glow and it started kind of like expanding and growing and I knew I wasn't creating it it was just like coming from nowhere and it literally like expanded out to envelop my whole body and I was just sitting there just allowing it but I knew that was the angels they were like we're here this is the sign that we're here it couldn't get any more obvious and um it was something that you, I just had to surrender to. And it was so loving. It was like, it wasn't, um, there was nothing fearful about it, but it was just so beautiful and just such a positive affirmation that they were there. And um, so would you have considered yourself a spiritual person Were you work, you obviously were working in this area already. How did you come to um, discover the spiritual aspect of yourself? Or, you know, when did you discover that?
1: I was always spiritual, um, like in my family, I was the, the black sheep, really. Um, and for me, what I was living in London and I had um, a lot of stomach issues, like severe stomach pain. And I was, you know, I'd explored lots of different kind of complementary therapy things. I was always into like, you know, to the age. I remember actually buying and reading even as a teenager, um, the game of life and how to play it. Right. Very, very early on um but this stomach issue just would not go away and i had gone to all different kinds of consultants they were saying there's nothing wrong with you you've got to live with it but i would be like two or three days bent over in pain and it would hit me like this anyway um i became very friendly with my french teacher who was local here and so she was also interested in um complementary therapy stuff and I, she sent me a letter you know because that the, back then we didn't have you know the the internet as much you know as it as it is now and she sent me a letter with different therapies that she was actually interested in training in and if I could send off the information then I could send the whole lot uh, to her and one of the things that came in was color therapy and I was just like it spoke to me it was just because it actually color is spiritual but there's a scientific aspect to color as well right so I contacted the woman and I said, oh, um, can I book a session? And she was like, no, I don't do sessions, but I'm, I do trainings. There's a color therapy um, certificate course starting in September. It's two uh, two days, a week, one weekend a month for six months. And I thought, you know what? At that stage, I was like, I have nothing to lose here. And so I started the course and Six weeks into the course, I realized I had no more stomach problems, like disappeared, like day and night. And do you know what it was odd was I hadn't even noticed until I was like, wait a minute, I haven't actually had
0: the pain. And since then, I have never had the pain. It's so funny you say that because I was talking to somebody during the week and I was saying the exact same thing when I was, Saying about when you have a pain, it could be a pain in your knee or your shoulder. When it goes away, often you don't even notice that it's gone because you're in your normal state. And it's like the pain goes and you're going around for a few days and then you're like, oh, that's not there anymore. And I think it's the same linking into this divine feminine. When we return to the fullness of who we are, it's like it feels so normal we don't even realize how far we've come because we're returning to who we naturally are and the fullness of our power our being and it's like that pain when it's gone it's like oh okay so now I'm who I should be in the fullness of my power and my femininity and my divine masculine and it's all balanced so uh, I want to go back to that a little bit because when you were saying that came up, I am the voice of the divine feminine. That's so powerful. But like a, a heavy burden to carry almost yeah. um in that you have to be this voice and deliver this message. How did you deal with that? Um well I was scared shitless, really, uh, initially.
1: And um it, you know what it kind of got to the point that it was. Too uncomfortable not to step into it. And so how I have and how I am working with Divine, the Divine Feminine now is that I'm really, really trusting in the guidance, no matter what. So it's actually not about me. It's about I am the channel and they can't do their work unless I'm unless I show up. And I have developed this. I suppose belief in this source and on top of the goddess Isis since her um, I got introduced to the galactic beings I'd never heard of um, you know the Arcturians the Palladians the never and again and I just feel you know what I've really realized is that we don't have to worry we don't have to I keep on saying we don't have to worry about the how that's God's business we just have to show up and we just have to put one foot in front of the other and not take get out of the noise of what other people think that we should be doing and you know and the projections even when I took the time off like you know I had a few other entrepreneurs friends were saying you're uh, you know you're hiding you're uh, you know you're going and I was like no I actually I know the feeling I know the sense and right now I'm not feeling so why would I do it why, you know, I'm wasting my energy. So I'd be very mindful about where my energy is going. And so I've just realized that I know that I don't have to know all of the details. I just have to really be brave. I think it's probably bravery to step up, step in, follow the calling. And I don't really know, uh, you know, in this Divinely Prosper that I'm, you know, leading at the moment, it's like, I was saying to the girl, I was like, I don't know what's happening next month. So I'm only in this moment and I'm transmuting to you what I'm getting. And it's worked really beautifully because initially they wanted to know this seven step and six step. And it's like, you'll never get that from me because my job is to take all those because they're not your steps. My job is to take away all and for you to discover your own truth. And as a result of that then, we are repairing this field of the divine feminine and it's it's going all out to the world like so it's a win-win so I'm just really trusting the next the literally the next step um
0: so I want to just ask you because I love the way how you said that it's not about you and you're just you know delivering this message because I think that's really important that sometimes we take We put that weight on ourselves and we think that we have to do this and we have so much help. And when we realize, oh, it's not about me, it's about the message. The message is what is important. And I've all this help, this divine support. And I always say to people, you know, you have legions of angels behind you supporting you. And so I love that you have been able to kind of step aside almost and, you know, focus on the message that's coming through. Um, I want to talk about the Palladians and the Arturians as well. Um, when they started coming through, I would have a strong connection with the Palladians. Um would um did you know who they were? Like what um how did they come up for you? Um tell us a bit about that. So funny.
1: So I was in this circle, and the woman, one woman mentioned the Arturians. Again, I'd never heard of them before. And when I uh, connected with them, I started crying. I just couldn't stop crying for the whole time to know what this was about. A month later, I went to Paris on a business coaching two day event. And when I walked into the room, this woman came up to me and she went, oh, I see you've got Palladian um, and Arcturian energy. I was like, <laughs> what? I mean, unreal. And At this a business woman, event. At a business event and she was from the States and she had been guided by her guides to actually, instead of doing the event in the States, which would be not much easier for her, that she had to come to Paris. Unbelievable, unreal. So So was she
0: hosting the event? No, she wasn't. She was
1: a participant. participant. Right. So I I know know another confirmation. So it's just like... You know it's like they just came and then and then I then I actually did um another meditation and I saw that um in a past life I was an Arcturian and I had a, I have an Arcturian family and I left the Arcturian family and I never went back and so didn't I go back and I was so nervous going in I could I can you know to my Arcturian family going I I, I haven't been back for so long. And just the love and the celebration and so they are also a part of the team because I really feel that the Arcturians, you know, the galactic beings are like they're here like they are very present in this creation of the new earth. Mm. They're, I mean,
0: amazing Um, I love talking about this stuff because sometimes when I talk to friends or other people and um, they look at me like I've got 10 heads. <laughs> and you know, I love being able to talk openly and freely about this. Do you find that when you're talking to people or do you even talk to people about it outside of your group? Um how do they take it on board when you're saying about these downloads that you're getting?
1: Yeah. Um so basically I'm I I I, I, most of my, the people that I hang around with talk about this stuff. So in relation to kind of family members and, um, uh, I, you know, I say that, like, they don't understand, like they're, they just go, you know, Marcy and her airy fairy stuff. And so there's a little bit of kind of, you know, that kind of mocking or undertone of stuff, but I don't, um, I probably don't care anymore about what they think because I was at my brother's wedding about three years ago and I heard in my ear um, because I was always told, you know, that I was living um, an illusion and I heard they're living the illusion. You're living the reality. Yes, 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 (laughs) yes. So I feel I'm probably spending more of my time in this space with the, and what has happened then though is I think then that oh everybody else thinks like that you know everybody else is on this path you know that they get it and so sometimes and I trip up when I start talking about it and people are like looking blankly at me going and you can feel them moving back you know <laughs> afraid like you know it's just so it's comical.
0: I know moving back and nodding as they're looking for a way yes, out. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. yeah. um, so, you were talking let me dive into um the divine feminine because you mentioned um about the womb and the role of the womb and I know I did an activation a few years ago um for the womb and it's been a place where we've held so much fear for so long and I know so many women suffer from pain from you know periods from um, so many things going on um with their menstrual cycle um and you mentioned something which i hadn't heard before you were saying it's a prosperity vault
1: yes yeah so the womb if you think about the womb as you know in our bodies we i mean that creates that's there to manifest and create a baby i mean and like a miracle Okay, and so actually the the guidance. So I, how this happened was in December. I was doing I do this Monday uh, Monday's wisdom in the Divinely Prosper, and I got I, I never know what I'm talking about, but when I tune in, when I tuned in, what came in? I said, Oh, we're going to actually do some healing around the um, vagina and the cervix. So uh, I started the healing. And it was from there that I heard that this whole area and the womb is the channel of wealth for women. And there are so much memories and wounds in that area for women, and we are now called to heal it. So when I did the healing, what was interesting was the cervix healing never came in, and I was like, okay, so what is, you know, what, what is that about? Is, I was like, m- maybe that's not my, um, you know, we all have a We all have an expertise, right? So I was like, so what's that about? And I, in the Divinely Prosper, there's a woman. You should actually check her out. She might be inter- good for this conversation too. She's amazing. Siobhan Gannon. She does uh, a lot of healing. You know, we, we started talking about the Yanni, the Yanni egg and the whole Yanni area and I said to her, and I have a, a, a member spotlight. I was like, I want you to be a member spotlight to do some healing on this. And I said, I feel your job is to do the cervix. So she came on and she we, we set up a session for the group to do the cervix healing, which was amazing. And after that, I was told, now we can go to the womb. And the womb is where it all happens. And so when a woman really heals the wounds of the womb. Because if you think about the womb, it's like it it expands and it contracts, right? It's, It's the heartbeat. It's the heartbeat of life. And in fact, what happens as well is that this womb area, once this is open and expands, then the heart opens Then the higher heart opens, and then you have this whole other connection that, of course, is already there for us, but we, you know, it's like the power. We can only embody certain levels of that. And as we grow, we can take on more of it. And this is the power of a woman. And when a woman owns her power as the creator, so it's the woman. Is the creator because she is both she is both energies with the name even womb men. And so when we go in to heal, heal this womb of ours and to to acknowledge the power of creation. I mean, because there are these divine laws, and there is the divine law of compensation, and we are, and particularly as spiritual beings. We are here to thrive and to, because we're going to do good with it. We're going to, we are going to change the world with, because we're going to, it's going to, we're going to be very conscious with what we do with the money because the money is, is an act of love. And thousands of years ago, like when money was first created, the wisdom, it was spiritual. It was a spiritual um, recognition and an act of love and appreciation for somebody for an exchange that that was happening and so the money is pure it's our projections our meanings that we've been that we we've been conditioned to or given the money and so once us as women own this
0: i mean it's it's incredible like it's 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 i mean that's freedom it is and you're so speaking my language here because I so believe that we all, as you say, have the right to thrive. It is our natural state to be abundant, to be prosperous, and if we are in a state of lack in any area, whether it is money, health, well-being, um, you know, any part of our lives, if there is a state of lack, then there is an imbalance. So. Right. For so long, us as healers, um, as light workers, we have been in this poverty consciousness. Um, you know, we have had lifetimes as um, you know, giving vows to be in poverty. And there's all of that going on in the background where I know I've had to deal with this on so many levels, where the part of me that did you know um have vows of, of poverty in previous lifetimes and um, now it's like well who am I to be prosperous or to charge for the work like now I'm at a state where I have gotten gone through that and worked through it but it is a lot of work often it doesn't have to be for me it was like working through all this and particularly I think like you're doing with your course and you're teaching what's coming through you when you're teaching something that's coming through you it's it's a lot different to selling a product you know something that you're not as identified with you're selling this information and when I say selling I mean you're sharing it and obviously there's that exchange that you talk about um but there's something deeply personal about that and we tend to think that we aren't worthy or not deserving um so can you talk about the money consciousness and where you're going with that so first of all um
1: the transformation happens in the transaction all right so i'll give you a personal example because i think it might it'll show also, the kind of things that we promise ourselves, like that we say, you know, so I said about five years ago, there was a. A coaching program, it was, 000, uh, it was twenty five thousand euros, It's twenty thousand pounds, which at the time with the exchangers were twenty five K. And I had said a year previously, there is no way I would ever spend that kind of money. Mm-hmm so i uh it's so interesting so i went to this woman's one day event um in in london and i thought no more about it and she ran she uh like we gave our details and she rang me one day and she was like i have a really strong feeling that we have we have work to do and we walked one to one um and i it was three thousand uh pounds and i at the time i was making 1,500 euros so if I was to look at my logic and if I was to listen (laughs) to what other people they were like you're mad you're off your game blah 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 and I was like no I actually something has to change here so I said yes without knowing how the hell am I going to pay for this within two weeks I uh, generated 8,000 euros with then I went And then from there, I was like, I woke up one day again and I was doing this work with her and I heard today is the day you're going to join that coaching program. I didn't have that money. And I rang the woman and said, I'm after getting this message. Can you give me a payment plan? And she said, yes, I can. It'll be three thousand pounds a month. And I didn't have the regular three thousand, but I thought, you know. And my husband said to me, "I mean, he's very good. I'm very lucky because he's quite spiritual as well, that he can. (laughs) Not everyone could live with me, I'd say." And he was like, "Where are you going to get that money?" I said, "I don't know, but the money is already here. Within, I got this idea to actually, uh, it was the live from your power. So that would have been that would have been three years ago." lift me your power. And I got, I, uh, oh yes, that's right. I was in the kitchen and I felt Christ consciousness come in and I was lifted, carried into the lounge and I was put down and I got six women, six K six months. I had never, ever, ever charged that kind of money. And, uh, what, What's the, the guidance there was another guidance that came in. It was, I was very, it was a what it was a very strict one-liner. It was like um something like it's not your business, it's our business. You do what you've been told. I then got a phone call from someone who was a client of mine in the past who was going through a divorce and she wanted to run something by me. And I said, Listen, I said, I'm after getting this guidance. Um, and there's this, you know, kind of VIP thing for women one in one not sure all the details but it's this is what I've been getting it's six k six months are you in yes she said and I can pay you in full I was like oh my god and so what I've realized why I'm telling this story is that if I was waiting for me to have the money well what happened was I realized I had never ever invested that kind of money in me I was worthy of spending that money on my soul, my development. And then I also, in that group, um, I, I went to the retreat because there was retreats involved in that. And at the retreats, because actually that's what the other thing I got was like, when you win, they win. I was like, okay, as long as I know that, I'll do anything. You can tell me whatever, as long as I know that others are going to win. When I would be on those retreats, my clients would be messaging me going, Oh my god, I'm after having this breakthrough, oh my god, I'm after having this new client. And I was just like, Oh my god, this is how it's like it's like I opened up the doors to a whole other reality, but I became so then I started thinking, okay, this person that can afford <laughs> paying that kind of money with a blink of her, a blink of her eye, who is she? How does she show up? What is she doing? What is she saying yes to? What is she saying no to? And I started, like I thought, well, I definitely would be getting my hair um, washed and blow dried every week. So I started doing it once a month, once every six weeks. And within about four months, I was consistently making 10K every month. And it was like, oh, my God. And then I started I was like, girls, listen, look, if I can do it anyone can do it right and I'm not organized I'm not good with tech I'm like all the things that you know the excuses we tell you're this and you're I was just like it just I, I don't know I I can't describe it but it was just like the blinkers the the limitation was lifted off me and um It's a freeing experience. It's just like, of course it may. Do you think that the divine are going to be going, listen, you do the work now and we're going to let you suffer? We're going to give you a no. Uh, I mean, of course they're going to go. We have a higher plan for you. Let it in. And that's the other thing I think I find with women is that women want it. They know. I mean, we know this. This is not something we don't know. But we're not good at receiving And we're not good at letting it in because there's two um, levels. There's receiving, but in order to have it, you have to let it in. So this is like opening up the door. The the postman comes, drops the exact thing that you want at the door, and you're refusing to open up the door. I mean,
0: so. There's so much that I want to go through there because there's so many important things. firstly I want to just congratulate you for your courage because I know how much courage it takes and Mm -hmm. what a lot of people don't realize is that you have to make the first move and then spirit will reward you with you know the client or the money or the health or whatever it is Um, but you have to make that first move in faith which you did when you were committing to those courses and committing to that and it's funny because I remember a similar story where there was a course I really wanted to do and I hadn't done one like this before where it was two thousand dollars and I was thinking okay look spirit angels guides I know I want to do it if you want me to do it you send me the money and I was just trusting that I was going to do it I had committed that I was going to do it And literally, um, I think it was a week later, I got a phone call to say that I'd won a competition, which was 3,000 euro. But it was a competition that I hadn't even entered. Somebody else had entered it and had nominated me to win this. So, and I remember at the time thinking, I was like, oh, so when I commit... And when I ask for something with full commitment, with full faith, then it can come through in these like ways that I would never have thought of because I would be a very, um, I, I like to plan things. I like to know what's happening. I like to know the stages. And I found that that letting go of the planning or knowing all of the steps in advance and surrendering to that knowingness that we'd be provided for Um, that was something that I found tough but and you know to this day I still am amazed sometimes at the way things come through and um, so that courage is something that is huge and every time we take that step every time we have that courage we're rewarded for that and yeah. um, the other thing that I wanted to uh, look at is when we are, when you were saying about being in that area of like receiving, when we are in that space of wanting something, but blocking ourselves from receiving, how can we open up to start receiving? The first thing that's essential is grounding,
1: because clients and money go to that which is grounded and steady. So, and um, so what I do um is uh, I mean, do you want me to take do a small little exercise for people? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So be great. this is essential. So if you feel things are not going according to plan, and that you want things and it's not working out, and you just feel out of alignment, this is a really um, great kind of um, exercise to do. So we're just taking a breath in, and on the out surrender. And taking another breath in and on this out breath, I want you to blow out any and all of other people's energies in your field. It's going through a divine filter and it's being transformed into pure divine love, light, truth and wisdom. And I want you to take another breath in and I want you to call as as you do the out breath, I want you to call your energy back from all the places, situations, and experience where you gave your energy and your power away. It's coming into a divine filter. It's being transformed into pure divine love, light, truth, and wisdom, and it's coming back to you. So taking another breath in And on this out-breath, I want you to drop down into your heart, your soul's portal. And I want you to notice how your heart is beating in and out naturally. And I want you to feel these beautiful golden threads, roots from your heart, moving down into your solar plexus, your sacral, your hips, your legs, your feet, down into the floor, through the rocks and lava and down into the heart of Mother Earth where your heart and her heart are beating at the same rhythm. And I want you to feel yourself grounded and anchored into the heart of Mother Earth. We're going to call in pure, absolute, divine love of the highest consciousness, which is a beautiful, beautiful, golden liquid light pouring down through your whole body, your whole energy. From head to toe and down into the heart of Mother Earth and feeling this mixing in with Mother Earth's energy. And you are anchoring into Divine Source and Earth Source at the same time. And you're going to place your hand on your heart and you're going to say, I love myself. I honor myself. I respect myself. I'm ready. I'm available. Show me the next step. We're just going to give thanks that so that is already done.
0: And so that's what I that's what I do. <laughs> it's funny you and I are so aligned. I have. A meditation that I call plugging in that is mirroring exactly what you did there and um, connecting into the heart of mother earth drawing in the light from source and um, as you were going through it I knew what you were going to do next because it was literally the plugging into the energy of the earth and source and um, so beautiful thank you so much and um, I love when I meet people like you who We're just on the same wavelength and the work that you're doing is so important. And before we finish, I want to touch on the other aspect of your work, which is color, which you call the language of the soul. And I was saying how I love the picture in the background, all the Mm -hmm. colors of the chakras. Um, So can you, you talked a little bit about how you started the color therapy years ago when you were having those stomach issues and that totally went away. So you went on then to become a color therapist or how did that work for you?
1: Yeah. So then I went on and did that because uh, when I was doing that color course, within five months, my life totally changed. So I had bought a new car, changed jobs, bought a flat in London that I'd spent 14 years talking about, like an amazing flat that was the year previously. I saw that on the market, but it was £20,000 out of my budget and it it I literally got it exactly a year later it was twenty thousand pounds less and I bought that flat and I was like oh my god this stuff works and I went on to the, the diploma and then back then again again in Ireland being called back to Ireland I was like there's no colour therapists in Ireland so I was like okay I'm now I did resist it for about a year <laughs> and then finally I was like okay I'm going to do it and I came I flew back from um because at that time as well I moved from when I did the colour course um, having finished the diploma, I went, uh, I, I felt like my time was done. I was like, you know what, if I keep doing the same thing in 10 years time, where am I going to be? And for me, it was love. Like I just couldn't meet the right guy. I was like, the, you know, I don't know. I just, and I was like, I'm not happy on paper. Everything was all great, but I just wasn't feeling happy. So I thought I want to live in a French speaking country. And I ended up in Brussels. Um, and then I met pierre a month later and we discovered like maybe four months into our relationship that he had done Reiki and I never, and he'd done Reiki one and two. And then we did integrated energy therapy together, the three levels. And I did the master part. And so, and that came when I was actually running the color courses in, in Ireland. And what color is, is that in fact, color is really important on many levels because color is the soul. So if I was to look at you, um, without your body, you would be show, you would be color. And um, what I learned about color is that color is great to rem- like to align, to heal your energy. It's great for healing. It's great for alignment. But it also ha- color has a message. Each color has a message and a use. And so we are souls, as we know. And um, but each one of us have a unique, and it's a bit like that. If you look at these reds, for example, they're all different tones, they're all different shades. Each one of us are, even though we would be um, a particular colour, like let's say a red colour personality, which means you are a red soul colour personality, someone who is a natural leader, um, romantic relations that were important to them. So you really start to understand, who am I on a soul level? Because we've projected on the intellect of like, you are this from you know, family, culture, teachers, even friends, just like, you know, I'm like, I'm none of that. I am a soul. And so once you actually own um, the positive and the shadow aspects of that soul personality, then you actually start to say, you start to accept yourself. And then on top of that, you have, you have a soul blueprint. So when you were up there in the divine, they were like, okay, what do you need to learn? What gifts do you need to help you thrive? Who are, who do you want to become um, as, you know, in your time
0: and worth And what's your mission? So, so then, um, oh yeah. I ask my kind of predominant aura color is purple. Um, so what, or like a kind of violet almost. So what, what does that mean?
1: Yeah. So you are highly spiritual. Um, you've got, sorry, I've got a call here coming. You've got great high ideals. So your thing is, is that you've, the quality of your work, the quality of the stuff you do is very high standard. The minus about that is that you can be self-critical and you, um, but you you really have, you have a very strong, you're sensitive, you're a sensitive person, um, but you have a very good balance of, because in um, Violet, it contains the red and the blue ray. So you actually have this, you are the leader in the spiritual field, which makes sense why you're doing what you're doing. Um, You're also very good at transmuting any negative energy or things that are getting in the way. And I'm seeing here that you can really, you're a seer. So you don't see, like, some people can see, like, what's in front of them, but you see what's beyond that. And so um and what I'm finding as well with like with violet people that are, you know, when you have that in your aura, but this is always about your soul, is that you're very good um coaches, uh mentors, like you're leaders. You're 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 not here to be told what to do. You're here to direct. You're the director. And so with that power and with that connection, um, I mean, I feel I'm getting here you're a trailblazer. You know what like that that is and so when you own that so by having that color around wearing that color um it it and there's a depth to you you have a great depth so basically um once you understand that and you can use those colors like I would use my so one of my sole colors in my branding so you can because people actually without realizing buy through the color if you go into the supermarket For example you'll see green like lime green and we associate that with you know organic or you know fresh and being good but that's the meaning of that color green is like clarity new beginnings freshness it's i mean it's abundance um it you know it it has that meaning but we are when we see it we take that in through our eyes it sends a message to the brain, and from our brain, it sends a message to the endocrine system. And depending on the color, it's going to activate different parts of the endocrine system, which are, are associated with our hormones, which are sort of how we feel, and how we feel is either attracting or detracting what we want. So we're—it's a power, and this power of color as the language of your soul was so powerful that back in 500 BC, they tried to burn the manuscripts and they did burn some of the manuscripts. But this knowledge, if you go to Egypt, they used to put people into the, um, uh, what do you call it? The pyramids that had all different glasses and they healed people putting them in. Because if I had you in a red room for long enough, like it's all about the balance, you would get agitated. But if I just had you at the right moment, you would feel powerful, energetic. Uh, You'd have that leadership feeling. You would be um, more courageous, determined. So the colour gives... You don't have to do anything per se because the colour is doing the work. So once you understand that, then it is uh, a game changer and has been a game changer for me. And I would use it as well. You know, people as well can't... Sometimes we can't express in words what we're feeling. But if you give a colour, you know the meaning of that colour, you know where to go. I'm Mm. like, okay, this is what this means. And then we talk it out.
0: I think we could probably talk about this for another couple of hours. Um, Just as you were talking there, actually, um, it was coming up and we can maybe talk about doing this again. Um, To do a live call, maybe with some of the listeners, where somebody can um, actually talk with us and we can yeah. go through their soul color and maybe go Brilliant. into a bit more depth with somebody. Um, so that was yeah. just coming up. So maybe if you're open to that, we can arrange that um, totally, as well yeah. someday. Um, yeah. So you have a free soul color personality reading if people yeah. want to delve into that. Where do they go for that? So it's
1: www.glowyourtruecolors and it's dot com forward slash numerology. And so you just put in your name and date of birth and you'll be taken to the soul color personality part. And then if you want to know about the blueprint, then I teach that.
0: So you can can consider that as well if you want. Brilliant. I'll put a link in the show notes. And if people do want to um talk with Marcia and maybe do like a live reading or something like that um leave a message below and let us know because if there is enough interest we might arrange that at a future date so um thank you so much is there anything else you want to add before we finish up no no i just want to say thanks i've really 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 enjoyed
1: it i just feel there's a soul connection it's just again divine you know it's just like oh my god
0: um it's absolutely. been absolutely yeah and I feel that we'll be doing more stuff together. I just love yeah. your energy and um it's been such I I have just loved this conversation. So thank you so much. So thank you once again, Uh, we will be back soon for the next episode. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, on iTunes and uh, leave a comment and let us know your feedback and we will be back again very soon. Thank you for watching and listening. Bye-bye.